Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 327, and I am calling it The Truth About Checklists. There was a really big reason this morning why I thought, oh, I need to talk about that. Problem is, I can't remember what the reason was. <laughs> Maybe I should have written it down on a checklist. Anyway, uh, but it is. I mean, it's it's just something I honestly think about a lot. I think about uh, checklists because, okay, I actually, I, I do remember what it was. And it was seeing a super crazy detailed checklist. And I think it was an ad for somebody else's product that they put out. And that's great because it obviously helps a lot of people. Like there's a lot of people who love that. But my initial reaction was, that would solve all my problems. And then I thought, wait, I've tried that before and it never has solved all my problems. So I need to go back to what I have learned really does work and actually, you know, solving problems. I'm not going to say all my problems, but solving problems. So anyway, just there is a magic feeling around checklists, that checklists are the answer to all of the frustrations that people like me have felt in our homes. Um, But then they often turn into kind of like, oh, well, okay, that didn't work. I thought it was going to be a magical solution. It didn't work. Ugh, there's no hope for me. Oh, there's totally hope. There is absolutely hope. You don't need to feel like a, a failure when big checklists don't work for you. But let's talk about what does and doesn't work. So we're going to talk about the pros and cons of checklists, like a pros and cons list about checklists. Mm-hmm. So what are some pros? Well, it is extremely helpful to get thoughts out of my head. I have things that swirl around in my brain. Um, I have things that randomly come into my brain at sometimes the most inopportune times because I'm like, yeah, I can't stop and do that right now. Uh, Instead, I'm going to have to remember it. And then it weighs on me as there was something I was supposed to remember. There was something I was supposed to remember. And it instead kind of, you know, tends to backfire. But we're talking about pros right here. So the pro is for me to get that thought out of my head and onto paper. Like, for example, when I'm um, at certain times, I will find myself waking up in the middle of the night uh, with, oh my goodness, this has to be done. This has to be done. This has to be done. Like just writing those things down or getting those things on paper. And when I say paper, I actually mean paper or my phone or whatever is available for me to put it down on. Doing that often allows me to be able to go back to sleep where otherwise, if I'm just remembering things, worrying that I'm not going to remember them again when it's daylight, then I I can't actually do anything. But putting something in writing helps get it out of my head. And then I'm able to move on where I feel very stuck if it's just in my head and I'm just trying to remember. Does that make sense? So as far as, you know, ways that I actually 
do this. Sometimes it's on paper and we're going to talk about this. Sometimes it's on my phone. I I know there are lots of apps that lots of people use. I personally just use the Notes app, which is the included little write-on thing that's within an iPhone. Um, I do love, and this was an idea that someone in the Kindred Spirits group, the Patreon group had mentioned, um, and I wrote a post about it a year or two ago, where uh, if you're writing something in a Notes app, you can in the Notes app on the iPhone at least, look down as you're writing and it'll have one of the little icons at the bottom above the typing screen, I mean the keyboard and below the actual thing that you're typing. Um, one of those icons is a little circle with a check mark in it. Well, if you'll click that, it actually makes it check offable, meaning it will put a little you know, circle that you can then tap, which then if you set it up this way, it moves it to the bottom of the list and it allows me to actually check things off. So like, for example, the other day I um, was doing a big, big shopping trip and I needed all these different things and I couldn't forget anything. And I just had my list set up that way so that I could know what else is there left to do. Okay. Because I'm able to tap it in that little circle and then it moves it to the bottom of the list and it marks it as having been done. Okay. So there's that. Sometimes it's on paper and sometimes it's a word document. Like I have a lot of word documents. If it's something that is work related, if it's something that is project related, I will generally have a Word document that is a to-do list for that specific thing. Um, And then I can just pull that up and add something to the list at that point, okay? Um, I generally use real paper for lists that that have a very short-term focus. Why? I bet you know why, right? Because I lose the piece of paper. So while I don't lose my phone or my computer, I do lose paper on a pretty regular basis, pretty much any time I'm using paper. So for me, I only put, only create a list on actual paper if it is something that I am going to check off today or this morning. I'm going to get through all these different things, okay? Phone and Word docs, those are for usually more for ongoing type of things or things where I'm going to have to have it with me and make sure that I have it inside the store, you know, if I'm shopping for things like I was the other day. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days, to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step instructions for the one hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one hour prep for a week's worth of dinners. That means I'm saving time as well as money. Choose from four meal plans to fit your eating style. Gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. I really, really like Prep Dish's super fast menus. So I don't have to turn to takeout or processed convenience foods to feed my family fast. It's a game changer for working moms. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Projects. So many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. Having someone to talk to like a BetterHelp therapist can really help. This time of year, 
is always busy. But with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat. And you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clean. My new digital picture frame from Aura is honestly my new favorite thing. It is a beautiful frame that displays a new photo every 10 minutes. Y'all, I'm delighted every time I walk by my beautiful Aura frame. One frame, lots and lots of photos that I can enjoy. That is a great solution for what can be a clutter problem, right? So how does one frame show so many photos? Well, I preload photos onto the frame using a super simple app that Aura has. I have also shared the app with my kids so they can add photos to my my frame anytime from wherever they are. Now that my kids are all traveling and moving to different cities, this is like a mama dream come true. So we are also loading up a frame with pictures for my mom for Mother's Day. It only took me two minutes to get started using my Aura app. You can upload an unlimited number of photos, invite others to share photos directly to your frame with no fees or memberships. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code clean at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. What are some of the cons about checklists? Well, honestly, one of the biggest cons is just that it's, it kind of can lend itself for me to big and unrealistic ideas. It's, it's kind of like, you know, I've talked before about clothing and decluttering clothes and really any kind of decluttering, how I used to sit down, especially with things like clothes and dishes, where it feels like there should be a ma- some math involved, right? Like, okay, well, you know, what's the largest group of people that I'll ever have in my home? How many could actually fit around my, how many settings could fit around my dining room table? How many of this, you know, all, all those different types of things. And what, what's the longest period of time that I might go without doing the dishes? Or I, I don't know, you know, all these different things that lend themselves to me thinking about math means that I sit down and try to figure something out before I actually get started which often, or at least used to be, that that would make me come up with these really big, unrealistic ideas for all these things I was gonna do, okay? That's actually where my decluttering process, my five-step decluttering process that is progress and only progress has been transformational for me because there is no sitting down and figuring anything out. There is no checklist to make before I get started. I know exactly what to do Yes, it's a five-step process. Yes, there's a printable of the five-step process. It's also in my books and things like that. But uh, I mean, you can go to aslobcomesclean.com slash five, F-I-V-E, if you want to get that printable. But that's not a checklist. You see what I'm saying? That's just something to keep me on track. It's not, okay, I'm going to first do this, check. Okay, no, I'm just getting started and I can step away at any point. So the problem before I... 
first of all, it was before I knew that decluttering was more important than organizing and that decluttering was actually the answer to all the problems that I had that I was looking for an answer to where I always thought organizing was the answer and actually decluttering was the answer. A big reason why decluttering is the answer is that it allows me to start immediately before I or without sitting down and making a plan. There is no plan to make. It's simply just getting stuff out of my house that doesn't need to be there. And that was huge for me because the planning is a lot more fun than the doing. And if I have, if if making a to-do list is a, a, a have-to part of something, well, I'm going to put a lot into that to-do list, sometimes in order to avoid having to actually do the thing. Right. But even then, if I'm focused more on the to do list and I'm having a whole lot of fun with the to do list, that's where I start to come up with all these unrealistic ideas of things that never could happen. And then the problem is the list itself becomes overwhelming to me and I don't actually get started. Okay. Where instead, if I will go ahead and get started with doing the thing that I need to do, then I don't have, okay, what was I saying? If I will go ahead and get started with doing the thing that I need to do, then with every part of that, with every piece of that that is accomplished, then I am less overwhelmed as opposed to making the list that makes me more overwhelmed. I'm not saying lists aren't great. I'm just saying this can be a downfall of lists. Another thing too is that sometimes I will put things on a list that I actually could have just done and finished and completed in the amount of time that it took me to think, oh, I should put this on a list. Where is my list? Let me go. Let me find my list. Even if it's on my phone, I still have to find it, right? Because, you know, I've had five other notes that I've had in there. But, okay, I'm going to put this on my list. All right. Meanwhile, I could have actually done the thing and been done. And so if I'm more into lists than doing that can be a tendency that I have. But at the same time, when I realize, oh, okay, so many of these things I could just go ahead and do, and then they're done, and they don't ever have to go on a list, and I don't ever have to remember them for any reason either, and I don't have to keep up with the list. It's like, oh, there's huge value in that, in that thing being done and being over, okay? The other thing too that can happen with a list, with list making, is that I can feel real accomplished without having actually done anything. All right. Something being on the list is not the same as something being done. Okay. Now I have lists for the things, like I said earlier, I can't stop and right now and do it. That happens. And so if I'll put it on the list because I really truly can't do it right now, and I'm not just using that as an excuse to not do it right now, but if I really can't do it right now, then yes, I need to put it on the list so that it can get out of my brain. But feeling accomplished without having accomplished anything is actually not a good thing for me. Instead, I need to actually accomplish things because it does backfire for me. If I feel accomplished, but I haven't accomplished anything, then I have this moment where I go, wait a minute, what was the point of all that? Oh my goodness. I haven't actually made any real progress. Where instead making real progress, you know, that takes me a whole lot farther. And then there's just the reality of, yes, I'm a list loser, and which means I lose lists, okay? then I end up starting over. And the more complicated it was, the less likely I am to remember what was actually on it, which means the more time I am going to sit at the table, chewing on my pen and staring into space and trying to remember, I know there were 16 things on here. What were I've got 14. What were those last two things? Oh, I've got to think, 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 think. Meanwhile, nothing's happening. Okay. 
So what are some of the ways to say, okay, well then I'm going to, you know, not make a list unless it's actually a valuable, important thing for me to be doing to actually achieve this goal I want. Well, first of all, have tasks, identify which tasks need to be done that don't need to-do lists, okay? This is why, so in How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind, at the end is 28 Days to Hope for Your Home, which was the first thing that I ever, like instructive that I ever wrote. And I included it in that book because I was like, this is everything, this is what you need. But it's it's basically leading you through four habits over the course of four weeks, one habit per week. But for those of you who, you know, either need a refresher or whatever, you don't remember, or you haven't had the book, um, the four tasks are dishes, sweeping the kitchen, checking the bathrooms for clutter, and doing a five-minute pickup. And the whole point of them, those four simple little tasks being done over the course of four weeks is that every day for 28 days, for four weeks, you're doing the dishes first. And then you're adding a task, one a week, so that those things have been repeated so often that you don't need a list. Okay. That you, you have, what are your basic things that you are going to do without having a list? Now I get it. Having a list for your kids to brush their teeth is great, but at some point, right. Our, our goal is that there are certain things that we do without having a list and making that be some basic housekeeping stuff that for me, I, used to just put on a list, I would get overwhelmed and think, oh my goodness, what do I need to do? Well, I got to clean the kitchen. That's on my list. Well, instead breaking it down to such a total basic thing of doing the dishes as opposed to cleaning the kitchen and doing it again and again and again until I really understood, oh, okay, this is how long it really takes when I only, when I'm only doing one day's worth of dishes and I'm not behind. Oh, okay. This is the major impact, the major screeching halt that happens when I don't do it like I should. Okay. You know, really, truly going about that slowly means I don't need a to-do list to remind me to do the dishes because that is something I have done so much and seen the value of so much and understood so much that I don't have to have it on a list. Does that make sense? Um, When I do need a list or when it is helpful to me to have a list is say one task of the day that that needs to be broken down into small checkoffable tasks or when I have a very time intensive deadline to say, okay, I have to get this done to, you know, I have to be ready for the doorbell to ring at four o'clock today. All right. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I am going to make a checklist and I am going to follow that checklist. Okay. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step instructions for the one hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one hour prep for a week's worth of dinners. That means I'm saving time as well as money. Choose from four meal plans to fit your eating style. Gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. I really, really like Prep Dish's super fast menus. So I don't have to turn to takeout or processed convenience foods to feed my family fast. It's a game changer for working moms. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. 
deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Doing the dishes can be on that one. Why? Because you know you're extra overwhelmed today. And you know that this is a unique situation. This isn't an every single day thing. This is a, I am extra overwhelmed today. So I'm going to put these things on the list and I'm, then, I'm, going to put, I'm going to put my living room on the list so that I don't get off track and start cleaning out underneath the guest bathroom sink, you know, or whatever. It's that kind of thing when you're extra feeling overwhelmed that keeps you on track. So those of y'all who know my 14 days to opening your front door to guests, which there are podcasts where I talk you through that. There's also videos on YouTube and there's an ebook as well for that. Um, I'm all about the list. Why? Because it's a definite task. Okay. This is a definite goal that I have and I am breaking it down. Why? Because I'm very overwhelmed and it's something that's on my mind all the time. Okay. So instead of it being, um, what should I do? Let me check my list. Instead it's, it's looming. They're going to be here in 13 days. They're going to be here at three o'clock. They're going to be here at seven, whatever that is looming. It's constantly on my mind because it's something stressful. Okay. And the list keeps me on track. Also, allows me to chill out and just work on the one thing I need to work on right now, because I'm not worried that I'm going to forget those last things. I'm not worried that I'm going to get off track because I have a track in front of me with this list. Does that make sense? So it's those types of things where it's helpful for my brain to get it on paper to make sure that I'm going to stay on track. And then, uh, you know, I know people love talking about involving people. So we recently, um, I had a 20th, did I already tell you all this? I never remember anything these days. Um, but I had a 20th birthday party for my, um, oldest son. He was a senior in 2020. And so he missed all the graduation types of things. And, you know, nobody wants to go back and celebrate high school graduation two years later. Um, because whatever. So I thought, okay, well, I'm going to give him a 20th birthday party you know, like 2020 stunk, but 20 is going to be great. So it's like, this'll, this'll be the thing because I wanted to give him a big party before my next kid who's going to graduate this year is going to get a senior graduation party. And I didn't want it to be like, um, yeah, you just never got one. So I was trying to just do a, let's celebrate you kind of a party. So, um, we, we had this, I looked for a day when he was going to be off work and when the weather was going to be pretty, cause we do have pretty days in January in uh, Texas and this was in January. And so I said, okay, we're going to do it this day so we can be outside. And I made my list, you know, I was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty good here. Pretty chill, um, compared to what I would have been, you know, 10 years ago before I started this deslobification process, I'm like, yeah, I can, I can totally last minute decide that we're going to have this party. So I made everybody a list 
in the family. So everybody had their list of things to do. My daughter, she was out doing a service project or something. And so she wasn't home for as long, but she had a list when she got home. Was she happy about that? No, she was not. But everybody had a list. You need to do this, 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 and this. And I put, you know, I tried to keep them as non-overwhelming as possible. I tried to keep them to the actual things that really, really mattered. Okay. These are the things that you need to have done. Some of them were more annoying than others, you know, but it was stuff like, Hey, that hole that we dug to fix that pipe two weeks ago. And then we never filled in the hole. Can you go fill that hole in? So nobody falls in it. Um, Hey, this, you know, that kind of stuff. So I had all these things done. I had certain things. You're going to do this with your brother. You can do this on your own. I put them all out so everybody could kind of see that everything was fair. And then I handed out the list and it's amazing how, you know, they, they saw I had a list too. And my oldest (laughs) came to me and said, huh, it's really not that overwhelming to get the house under control when um, we all just have like, you know, three or four tasks that we each have to do and check off. And I was like, hmm, mm -hmm, yep, yeah. Anyway, not shocking to me, surprising to him, but whatever. Um, So I I passed out the to-do list and that allowed me to... I mean, was I fully relaxed? No, because did I feel like I needed to check on things? Yes, but everybody was doing their list and I was able to pass those things out and take it off of my plate. See what I'm saying? So everybody had their thing because if I just say, hey, get the house ready, well, what happens? I end up getting frustrated because I'm like, that's not what I mean by ready. When have y'all ever thought that that was actually what it was supposed to be if if it was gonna be ready, you know? And then one of the key things that I do with lists is prioritization. Okay. It helps me keep things prioritized. If I will put things down on paper, it helps me to see which things are more important. Okay. Which sometimes means I just go ahead and cross things off the list and say, that's never going to happen. I'm not going to worry about that because these other things, you know, and I'm not talking about an ongoing forever to do list, but I'm just saying like, you know, I, say, this is going to happen in eight hours. These are all the things that I would like to happen on this list, but I'm going to cross seven of them off because there's not enough time for that. So it's not so much that I finished them. It's just that I'm deleting them. This is not an expectation for today. That was unrealistic. I am taking that off of the list. Okay. But a lot of times that comes in prioritization. So for me right now, one of the things I'm finding, because, you know, we bought an older home, um, and it's not an old home. Okay. It's just like a little older than what we had before. So it's not like, you know, Oh, we got a new house. It's not a new house, but you know what I mean? Anyway, so we, we bought an older home. So it's got, um, some wallpaper. That's not at all what I would ever pick, or I mean, I might've picked it back in 1983, but I wouldn't pick it now. Um, and so it's something, you know, so it's like, Oh, okay. What do I need done? Well, I can get overwhelmed when I'm just letting all that swim around in my head, right? And so then I start to go, oh, there's so much to do. Oh my goodness, there's so much to do. And instead say, okay, what has to be done? Well, my office was first, right? So that was that was on the list and it got prioritized because that just makes our whole family's living situation easier for me to have a separate space with separate internet where I can go and do the things that I need to do. And we don't, you know... I don't know, as my daughter said, oh, so 
you're not going to yell at us to get off the internet whenever you have to do something. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. I'm mostly, who knows? I'll probably still yell that occasionally, but, um, but then we go, but, but then there are so many projects in the house. I want my stairs redone. When I say want, I mean, mm, I ripped the carpet off of them when we had carpet put in upstairs before we moved in. I said, rip the carpet off. Cause I don't want carpet on the stairs and you might as well do that while you're here. Well, so I just have bare wooden like stairs when you first open the front door. And in some ways I'm like, I kind of like it because I feel like it lowers everybody's expectation for my new home <laughs> the minute they come in the front door. But it also is like, uh, you know, that, that needs to happen. Well, there's also a bathroom with a really old rusted bathtub that won't drain. And so, okay, well that, you know, so it's like, I put all these things on the list. And when I see them on the list, I go, yeah, I don't like the wallpaper in my master bedroom. But you know what's more important than that? The rest of bathtub. You know what's more important than that? The stairs that need to be done. So it just, it helps me to go, okay, I can't do everything at once. Let me get it all on a list so I can move it around and say, uh, you know what, this thing that I thought wasn't that big of a deal, all of a sudden it is a big deal. It's going to go up above that. So it's, it's just a way it helps me with the prioritization of things because my problem is when I've got too many things spinning around in my brain, then I get overwhelmed and nothing happens because it just feels like there are so many things to do. There's so many things to do. Okay. So the other thing too, with to-do lists is often I will end up using a list instead of so much being a to-do list. It's more of a finish list because I'm much better at starting things than I am at finishing things. I'm much better at the initial opening vision of something than I am the actual finishing of the details. And so one of the times when I find a to-do list to be really helpful to me is when I will, um, you know, wow, this project is almost finished. What else is there left to do? Well, there, you know, you know, the paint, cans need to be taken out to the garage. Okay. Well, that's something I can go ahead and do. Right. Um, oh, but you know, there need to be light bulbs put in to, I'm obviously looking around in my office right now. Um, but you know, the drywall dust needs to be cleared off of the baseboards, the blah, 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 you know, different things that are those last finishing the, the light switch covers, those types of things. That's something I need to do. Let me get that on my list so that I can go, Oh, okay. Now I'm going to finish this off and then I'll know that this actual entire project is ready to be taken off the whole list, like its own list where it was one item on there. Now I'm breaking that down into smaller things of saying, this is what it's going to take for me to actually finish this. I hope this has been sensical. Like, I hope it's made any sense whatsoever. Who knows? All right. Um, I will uh, talk to y'all next week. Okay. Bye.